Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is James 1. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would see things your way, that we would understand our purpose and see ourselves and how we need to change and understand how we ought to live your way. We pray that we would understand suffering properly and understand other people around us properly. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. James 1. James, a slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes in the dispersion. Greetings. Consider it all joy, my brothers, whenever you encounter various trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect effect, so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. Now, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask for it from God, who gives to all without reservation, and not reproaching, and it will be given to him. But let him ask for it in faith, without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven by the wind and tossed about. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Now let the brother of humble circumstances boast in his high position, but the rich person in his humiliation, because he will pass away like a flower of the grass. For the sun rises with its burning heat and dries up the grass, and its flower falls off, and the beauty of its appearance is lost. So also the rich person in his pursuits will wither away. Blessed is the person who endures testing, because when he is approved, he will receive the crown of life that he has promised to those who love him. No one who is being tempted should say, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each one is tempted when he is dragged away and enticed by his own desires. Then desire, after it has conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is brought to completion, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my dear brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of change. By his will he gave birth to us through the message of truth, so that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Understand this, my dear brothers, every person must be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For human anger does not accomplish the righteousness of God. Therefore, putting aside all moral uncleanness and wicked excess, welcome with humility the implanted message which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the message and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Because if anyone is a hearer of the message and not a doer, this one is like someone staring at his own face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and immediately forgets what sort of person he was. But the one who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues to do it, not being a forgetful hearer, but a doer who acts, this one will be blessed in what he does. If anyone thinks he is religious, although he does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. 
pure and undefiled religion in the sight of our God and Father is this, to look after orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained by the world. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. The book of James was written by James, but there are several people named James in the Bible. The most likely of the candidates is the brother of Jesus, who became a leader in the church in Jerusalem. This book is very Jewish, so perhaps it was written before a large number of Gentiles had been converted. It is also very practical. James calls himself a slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, so he doesn't claim a special position. He writes to the twelve tribes in the dispersion. From a Jewish perspective, this would mean Jews living outside of Palestine. Or he could be using the term for Jews more broadly to include Gentile Christians spread around the world. He starts out with a shocking statement, verse 2. Consider it all joy, my brothers, whenever you encounter various trials. We naturally do not consider it joy to go through hard times. But James continues to say that it will build spiritual endurance and make us mature. Then he moves on to wisdom and says we should ask God in faith for wisdom. Faith that God will provide. Then James gives another shocking idea that the poor brother should be glad of his high position and the rich person of his humiliation. Typically, we think of a rich person in a high position, but James turns it upside down. He says that the rich man is going to wither away in a short time. James returns to the idea of testing or trials and says that the person who endures is blessed and will receive the crown of life. He says we shouldn't blame God for our temptations, Our temptations come from our own sinful desires. He says God doesn't tempt anyone. And he doesn't blame Satan here either. He puts it squarely on us. Instead of God giving us temptations, he said God gives us every good and perfect gift. And he specifically mentions the great gift of the message of truth. Then he mentions being careful about what we say, and especially of saying things in anger. He says we should receive the saving message and it should change our action. He says religion that doesn't affect our tongue, what we say, is worthless. He says pure religion will look after orphans and widows and not get into the sins of the world. And now for a deeper dive. James is very practical. He uses the example of a mirror. The reason we look into a mirror is to see if there's something about ourselves that needs to be fixed. He says the word of God is like that. It will show us who we are to us. And then the question is if we will change. He doesn't say that religion is going to church and reading God's word. He says that religion is doing what God says. And he mentions bridling our tongue, looking after orphans and widows, and staying unstained by the world. I'm sure when we read this, we can think about times we didn't bridle our tongue. So there is the mirror. And when he talks about orphans and widows, I don't think he's limiting our good deeds to them. But they are the ones who don't already have someone to look after them. People who have a family usually have the help of their family. But orphans and widows don't have those people to fall back on for help. The Old Testament also added aliens to that list people who have left their home country so they don't have as much help as they would have had in their home country. 
The point, I think, is that we are to see things from God's perspective, not the world's perspective. The world's perspective is that you have to look out for yourself and your tribe. So how do we get God's perspective? Well, looking into God's word is part of it. But we also need God's wisdom to see situations properly. And James has that covered. He told us how to get that too. Ask. He says, ask in faith. God wants to give us wisdom. Do we want it? Do we want to change? Do we want to do good? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.